Kim is reading a book that caught my eye. It's uh, Rachel Hollis, Girls Stop Apologizing. And I know it's not for me. It's uh, it's for the ladies, but I think there's some good stuff in this book. Um, one chapter, she goes over what she calls Five to Thrive. I'm going to talk about that today. Uh, I'm going to give a 30-day challenge to myself. And of course, we're going to talk about some coffee. Hello and welcome to The Coffee Buzz. I'm Brad and thank you so much for listening. When I uh, think about the, you know, all the content out there, the podcast and the uh, songs and the videos, it's really like getting a message in a bottle, you know? I mean, it's just a sea of infinite content out there. And each week I, I put the message in the bottle and I throw it out there. And so I just want you to know, I am glad that you're on the other end listening to the message. <laughs> I'll try to make it good. I uh, recently have uh, started going to some coffee food trucks and uh, found one called East Austin Coffee. And it is really cool, unique food truck because it's a all vegan. Uh, they don't have any dairy options there. So I'm actually able to order things like mochas and whatnot. I don't order those at the big chains because I, I kind of have trust issues, <laughs> but I also, uh, also just prefer my coffee black. But when I go to East Austin Coffee, I do like to get uh, a mocha latte, a Kim, whatever Kim drinks. She, I mean, I get her to order it for me. It's delicious. She gets it with oat milk, which is, uh, I think, a lot better than the almond milk. I know it's more sustainable. Uh, almonds are kind of like the beef of uh, the plant world out there, just because they uh, are they've drained so much water resources. And if you do happen to stop by East Austin Coffee. Uh, make sure you hit the vegan nom next to it. Even if you're not vegan, these tacos are amazing. I, uh, I hope I'm going to go back there soon because that's like half the reason I run <laughs> is because I love tacos and I can't give them up. My uh, metabolism stopped working like I think five years ago or so, but um, I just try to keep burning the calories so that I can support the intake of tacos. That's really what it's all about. I know I talk all this, uh, you know, stuff about the emotional and uh, mental benefits of running and whatnot, but it's it's really mainly about the tacos. <laughs> oh, I did hit the trail today. It was, um, I went to a new one. It's uh, called the, what is this? The Georgetown their town lake, if you will. Um, I went to the Jim Hogg Park just because I thought that one sounded cool. I hadn't been <laughs> to this location before, and it's got several different parks along this trail. And I just picked the first one that, that came to mind, the Jim Hogg Park. <laughs> so I, I, I'll stop saying it now. But uh, the loop is a 28-miler. goes all around the uh, the lake there, which I'm sure is man-made. But it's, it's still a nice view, and uh, it's very secluded. I didn't make the whole <laughs> the whole loop, mind you. I'm uh, I'm just now getting back into this thing. Man, there's parts of it that 
it's like the trail goes down to like less than a foot wide and you just got like cactus and <laughs> wild grass uh all around you i need to wear the pants out there um i've got some just hiking pants that uh i think would probably work a little better for for that place at least because it's uh it's fairly primitive um there's some spots that are just mainly the bikes go out there not a lot of uh not a lot of foot traffic but um hopefully i can change that maybe i'll i'll wear that trail out between now and november when i uh when i embark on that marathon one of the hardest parts of going running on my long runs i did a 10 miler today that's what i was kind of scheduled for myself and the hardest part is leaving my dog Molly behind. She just, she's getting older and she really can't go over five miles anymore. Um, not in this heat. Um, in the winter, she's probably good for a little over that, but, and, uh, but she doesn't understand that. She's looking at me like, come on, I know those shoes. You have to take me. <laughs> and so it is, uh, it's, that's the hardest part of it, just getting out of the house uh, without feeling too guilty for leaving her. But uh, what I did was, once I got out on the trail, I, I did like six and a half out there and uh, decided to come back and give her a walk because the guilt, man, it was just eating at me. <laughs> All I, could, I could just picture her face <laughs> sitting at home, uh, sulking because I left her behind. So I had to come back, give her a little walk around the neighborhood and uh and finally hit the 10 miles usually i've uh, done some show prep you know so that i have you know an outline some organized thoughts <laughs> to talk about but i've uh this week has just been a lot of running i think it, it may not sound that much because it's probably not <laughs> but uh what is it i've done this week i think i've done 25 miles um which is a huge improvement for me. Um, not where I need to be uh, in terms of my training, but I'm on this uh, plan now where I'm training for the training of a marathon. I'm going to spend about three months of actual marathon training, but at f the first thing I need to do is get into a physical condition to where I can actually do the training. That's how far I've fallen <laughs> from where I was. But that's uh, that's that's the way it goes, um, ebb and flow. You know, right now uh, I am in the zone and getting out there. This trail was kind of funny because I, there's just a different vibe for I think each trail. This one being so secluded, uh, you didn't really see a whole lot of people except for the bikes, and a guy was behind me. And uh, he was a gentleman of a certain age, you know, but he didn't say, you know, behind you or to your left like a bike normally will do. <laughs> he just kept coming up. And it reminded me of how important it is for me not to wear my earbuds out on the trail because I heard him coming up behind me and I thought it scared the bejesus out of me at first because I thought it was probably like some animal or something because all I heard was like sticks breaking and rocks moving. And so I turned around and he, I kind of startled him. 
But, you know, I'm not going to criticize anybody out on the trail. I don't want to, uh, to harsh my mellow. So, but all in all, it's a very secluded trail. I'm going to have to go back to this. It is about 30 minutes out of town, but, um, a well worth the drive here in central Texas. It's like uh, an embarrassment of riches when it comes to trails. Uh, I try to hit as many as I can, and I probably have not done half of the trails within an hour drive of my house. Um, hopefully I'll get to them all, <laughs> but it's a, just a really a, an amazing thing to be able to just head out and within an hour get to a trail I've never been to before. And um, it's, thank God for GPS though, man, I would so get lost <laughs> if it was not for GPS. I don't know what uh, people did before this. Uh, the likes of me would probably not be out on the trail without it. So Kim has this book that I've been looking at and kind of intrigued by. It's by Rachel Hollis. Uh, what is this one called? She's got a few out. Um, but this one is Girl, Wash Your Face. <laughs> Love the title. Um, but it's got a really interesting part in here about, she calls it her five to thrive. And... I just wanted to share this list because I think it's really interesting. So the first thing you do on her on her list here is you get up an hour earlier than you normally do and use that time for yourself. Um, I've talked about that before, and I, I'll be honest, I'm kind of hit and miss when it comes to getting up earlier. Um, hopefully I can get back on now that I actually have a mission and I am uh, trying to train. But um, I think that's so important. Um, it just sets the tone for my day and I am less anxious for the whole whole time. And especially doing something for yourself right out of the gate, I think uh, just puts you in a mood to be more kind and receptive to others, you know, because you've already taken that time out for yourself. Uh, whereas when I wake up late and I am rushing, uh, you just never make up that, <laughs> you never make up that time. Uh, what is, Rachel Hollis, she says something like, if you wake up and your kid is already up, you've, you've pretty much lost. <laughs> like you're not, you're never going to get caught up that day. Um, number two on her list here is work out for at least 30 minutes. That one, uh, I can't say enough good things about it. Even if it's just a walk for 30 minutes, I I feel so much better on those days because I'm not going out doing five miles every day. I'm There's a lot of days where it's just a mile, maybe two-mile dog walk in the morning. It wakes me up in a, in a way that I really enjoy because it's sort of slow and it gets the blood moving, especially if you've got a cup of coffee to take with you, you know? Um, that's always a good thing. <laughs> uh, number three on her list is drink half of your body weight in ounces of water each day. I'm definitely not doing that. And I should be because it is so hot outside right now and I'm doing the math and I'm probably not hitting that. <laughs> I need to keep track of my water. I know that sounds ridiculous, but I can't tell you how much water I had yesterday. Um, and they make apps for your phone. So might as well use this, uh, <laughs> might as well use this thing 
for something helpful, right? Instead of checking Facebook or Twitter, I could actually just uh, focus on my hydration and log that. Um, number four, this is a, cha- a challenging one for me. Give up one food category you know you shouldn't be eating. Oh, man. I, I can think of more than uh, than just one, but I'm not ready to give it up. Uh, yeah, like I said before about the vegan nom, I have a taco obsession, a burrito obsession as well. I pretty much like all things Mexican food. And those uh, refined carbohydrates, the tortillas, the chips, uh, they're delicious. <laughs> but I should give up one. I'm not going to reveal what it is yet. Uh yeah, I'll have to report back, and I'm going to give myself 30 days on these uh, five to thrive steps, and uh, we'll see. I'll, I'll report back and let you know. Uh, number five is write down 10 things you're grateful for every single day. 10 sounds like a lot, um, but she points out that, you know, you want to stay away from like big things, you know, like I'm grateful for my family. She says to stay away from that and focus on the small things. And um, that's interesting. I've never really thought about it like that. But when you're grateful for the little things, you probably know a lot more or you can list a lot more from the day. But she says, keep a journal or, you know, uh, put it in your notes on your phone Whatever it takes, but you know, list the 10 things a day that you're grateful for. This sounds like a great list. I'm going to give it a shot, and uh, I'll have to report back and let you know if uh, I was able to <laughs> hit all five of these steps uh, for 30 days straight. I think Kim's going to do it with me, and uh, maybe I can coerce her into doing a, uh, an episode with me where we uh, talk about what, how it affected us. How it, uh, how it made changes. So check that out. I'll post the 5 to Thrive list uh, on the website, thecoffeebugspodcast.com, the only website on the internet. Thank you for listening so much. And until next week, keep moving. There are ways to take more ownership of that thing. Whatever it is. I'm not saying like, oh, everyone can be grateful and all of a sudden you don't have anxiety. I'm not saying that but I do think it's possible to move forward. Here's the deal. You will never move forward. You will never get past the thing that you're struggling with if you keep quitting on yourself.